breath. Uh, well, my name is Dan Jarvis, one of the pastors here, and a uh, good friend Katie Jones, who's our Connections Director. And we wanted to talk to you about something that's really important to both of us, and I think is important to a lot of you as well, and that is the church family and how we operate as a family. So I have some of my trusty volunteers down here who are going to start passing out a brochure that looks like this. And we want everybody to have one of these. And, uh, and it just says, join on the cover. We'd love to include you in our family. And Katie and I want to talk to you a little bit about what that means. Um, Katie, when I was growing up, um, I went to, my mom, right after she became a Christian, took my sister and I to church. And um, it, was, it was just a small country church with a lot of little quirkinesses and uh, funny people that I can remember and strange people that I can remember. I was probably one of those. Um, but... I remember growing up feeling like when I would go to church, I was, I was seeing my family, like I was seeing my friends. And, and it wasn't just my friends who were in my peer group as a child. It was also the people I would see on stage. I felt like I knew them really well. It was uh, grandmas and grandpas that I would sit by in the, in the pews sometimes. It was people that I would sit down and eat you know, sloppy joes with at the church fellowship. And just over the years, it was kind of like those people. And still today, like when I think about... If, if you ask me about my childhood friends or whatever, and the people that influenced me, so many of them came from that one place. And it was because the church was more than just a Sunday morning experience to my family. It was actually a family we joined. And so there were many aspects of the church community that we got to be a part of. And what I love about BCBC is, in all honesty, like of many churches that I've served in and get to have shared in over the years, I would say this church actually feels the most like the church that I grew up in of any of them, uh, because there is that same dynamic of just a family um, atmosphere and a few strange people as well. You know who you are. And, um, and so we want to open the door a little bit because I sense, and sometimes when I talk to people, there's some people know that they're in the family and they love being in the family, but other people, even though they come, they feel like somehow they're outside of the loop. And, and they're not sure how to get into it. And so they come on Sundays, but that's about the extent of it. And what we wanted to offer was sort of a path in and a little bit of a new process for our church. And so uh, Katie, as our Connections Director, is kind of helping oversee how that process is going to work. And maybe, Katie, you could tell us why this matters to you. Yeah, so... Um being part of a family like Dan was talking about, um, that's something that's dear to my heart too. My my church growing up, I would go there Sunday morning and my friends were there and people that I considered like as extended family of aunts and uncles that were had no blood relation um, but were just dear to my heart. And when I started coming to Berrien Center, um, very soon that became my new family as well. So it's very, very dear to my heart. But um, there's also some like clerical reasons for this too. So we want to be able to, um, or administrative, we want to be able to care for our family well, right? Um, and if we don't know who our family is, we can't care for them well. Um, and so this is kind of a give and take. So we, um, as the pastoral staff, and even just the, the family members here at Berrien Center, we want to um, keep each other accountable. We want to encourage one another. If something's going wrong or that someone's had a rough week, we want to be able to come alongside that, and we want to be able to celebrate victories as well. Um, and so part of that is just people identifying, like, oh, I, I'm part of the family, so I, I want to be included in that. Um, because we do have some people that um, just visit for a Sunday or two, and then we have people that are here every Sunday. Um, 
sometimes every Sunday for years, but in our system, um, we don't necessarily, if they haven't become a formal voting member, we don't have a way of identifying them. So we wanted to be able to um, create this option for those that perhaps um, haven't taken that step to voting their formal membership um, or just aren't ready for that step, but still say, hey, I'm part of the family. I want to be cared for. I want to invest here as well. Um, like, how do I do that? So this was kind of how this was created. Yeah, you know, growing up, and maybe some of you have this experience as well, um, I would always think of joining the church as a very formal thing, where you'd go through the jots and tittles of the doctrinal statement, and you'd read the bylaws and the constitution of the church, and that's all important, and we still have that, that layer of membership that would be a formal member who can vote in business meetings and who can help select the leadership team, who could become part of the leadership team in the future if God led them that way. Um, but we also recognize that not everyone steps in the door kind of ready to go to that, uh, but they do want to be in the community here. And so what we were realizing as a pastoral team and as an extended church leadership team is that we felt like we were missing some opportunities with people because they would, they would come, and first we would know them as a, as a guest. We'd celebrate that, get to know them a little bit, and then they would keep coming. And, but sort of like what is in between being a guest and being a formal member? And we didn't really have a layer there. And so that's what this brochure represents, is an opportunity just to sign up and say, hey, I want to be in on the BCBC family. And, uh, and we think that this, in, in a way, this is the more important layer of membership. You know, the voting membership is important from a structural process perspective for the church, but for, for you and I as individuals and at bringing our family into this community, it's really about the family we experience here that's the most important thing. Um, and that's why we wanted to make that on-ramp really easy uh, to get onto. And so if you would say, hey, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not on the sort of the formal membership list, uh, this is a first step that you could take um, and a way of letting us know that you're committed to the church so that we can be committed to you. Kind of like Katie said, we have to know who's a part of the family so that we can best extend pastoral care over them or keep them apprised of opportunities and uh, places that they might be able to serve or be maximized for, for Christ. And we, we've talked so much about that in the last five weeks in our series, Give Yourself Away, uh, that all those serving opportunities come in and through the church family uh, and that's why we wanted to make it really easy for you to join the family, uh, if, that, if that would be in your heart to do. So, Katie, maybe you could walk us through, right in the middle of this brochure, there's five uh, aspects of the commitment of what it means to join BCBC, and maybe you could walk us through those. Yeah, um, so the first one is choosing to follow Jesus. So if you haven't done this already, uh, maybe the Lord's been working in your heart, and you've heard people mention, like, um, believing in Jesus, following him, putting your trust in him, and you're kind of like, well... I don't know what that means. Um, we'd love to talk to you about that because that is the first step. That's the most important step. Um, if you have heard that and you're like, I haven't done that yet, but I think I need to, talk to Pastor Dan, talk to me, um, Pastor Della, any of our um, staff or leadership or many of the people just sitting next to you would love to talk to you about that and help you walk through that and answer any questions you have. Absolutely. By far and away, that is definitely the most important part of all this. Even if today is the only day you ever set foot in this building or you never know anyone else who's in the room, the most important relationship you'll ever have is with Jesus. And the, the mission of our church is to share that with as many people as we can. And so uh, step one there is, is the critical one. 
Yeah, so then step two there is loving God and loving others. Um, so Jesus taught us to do that. We are to love God first above all else and then love our neighbor. Um, so, of course, loving God, there's a lot of ways to do that, whether it's um, studying his word, um, praying, um, being at church so you can sit under biblical teaching. Um, so our heart is to get to know God more, just like it's a relationship. So just like we are in relationship with one another and we want to know each other well, um, in order to love God, we need to know him. And so that's part of the process is just committing to wanting to know God and um, to love love and respect him. Um, and then, of course, to do that with others, both within the church. Um, the Bible says that they will know us by our love, and that's to one another as well as to those outside of the church. Um, so we want to love each other well, and then we want to also extend that into our community. Yeah, Absolutely. You look at number three there, and, and when it talks about attending church weekly, um, I think this is so important, um, not because, like, we need you to be in the room. That's not what it's about. It's, it's about what it means for all of us to be together as a family. And in Hebrews, um, the writer references how important this is. Uh, in Hebrews 10, he says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. And let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And, and so there's this sense in which we all need to be together. Uh, I like to think of it, you know, if you, if you enjoy having a campfire and you've got all those hot coals burning there at the bottom of the fire, if you pull any of those coals out and kind of set it aside somewhere, chances are it's going to grow dark and cold pretty quickly. Uh, but if you leave that coal in the fire... Um, it can stay hot and, and, you know, and bright for a long time. And I feel like, in a way, our faith is kind of like that, that Jesus designed our faith to be lived in community. And so when you're with other believers, you get to worship together and learn together and serve together, your, your faith stays hot and passionate and exciting. But if you're trying to do it alone, uh, it's very easy to, go, to kind of grow cold and get out of the habit and, and end up in a place where you feel like kind of distant from God and from others. And that's why it's so important to make this a part of your regular experience, your, your daily life. And also think about all the personal value that you get one to another. You know, you think of mentoring relationships that people have together, uh, opportunities people have just to partner up on different projects for the gospel, uh, or even just to go have fun together. And uh, so much of that happens uh, because we're in close connection, and the, and the weekly meeting is a great place to begin that. Yeah. Um, the next one, number four, contributing of our time, money, and talent to the mission of our church. So again, if we're thinking of this like a family, um, everybody contributes to the family. So there's different ways of doing that. Um, some of that might be serving with your time. And so um, the people that greet us at the doors every Sunday, that help at the info desk, that help with our children's ministry, um, Awana that will be starting up soon, um, Amplify that's starting next week. Um, all those are people that are contributing of their time um, to help those ministries run and to love on the people that walk into the doors. So that's just one way, of course, um, supporting the Bible talks about tithing um, and giving 10% to the local body. And so that is to, part of it's, yeah, keeping the lights on and stuff like that, but part of that is running those ministries that allow us to care for the children and teach them God's word, um, care for the students and reach out into the community. You know, as a dad um, of kids in multiple age groups, I feel like I'm getting more and more grateful for the people who contribute their time and effort to the church because now I've got kids who will be at the Amplify thing and I've got other ones in Awana. I have other ones who go to the nursery and I just think at every level of those ministries, there are 
many, many volunteers. There are people praying behind the scenes. There are a lot of donors who are funding the work of the church so that all those things can happen. It's kind of like all that together, as we've been talking about, when we all put our best gifts and abilities together, really amazing things can happen. And I just think about how grateful I am that there are so many people through those avenues who are investing in my family and, and that it kind of makes me even more excited to then say, okay, where can I plug in and how can I invest in other families through that? And also just, I was thinking of, Mike Ott was up here um, a couple weeks ago and he was talking about one of the first times he plugged in was someone invited him to a service um, Saturday where we just kind of do some cleanup around the church and outside the church. Um, and that led to relationships that helped him come into greater community, um, helped raise him up as a leader. And just those simple things of even committing time when you feel like oh, I'm taking time out of my week and I'm, I'm giving, which you definitely are, often you end up getting so poured into and you end up learning so much from those relationships. So has a lot of value. Yeah, absolutely. And then number five there, becoming a positive encourager and a bright light to people around us. Uh, that's, that kind of speaks to the spirit of what our family is all about, that uh, this isn't just a place of sort of droll formality and we're just doing our duty or something. No, we're, we're excited to be here. We're excited to be a bright light for Jesus, uh, to share that light with one another and with everyone that we come in contact with out in the community. And if your heart is to say, hey, I want to be a part of a family like that, uh, we would love to call you a part of our church family. And, and if, if you're kind of new here, it's a great time to jump on board. We're getting started with the fall season. A lot of new ministries kind of kick off, and a lot of things will be happening this fall that will be great to plug into. Or if you're not new here but you've never actually sort of signed up, this is a good on-ramp as well. And just so you know, if you've been a formal member of the church, um, you get grandfathered in. We automatically, we're already, we already count on you for all this. Um, but uh, but if, you are, if you've never really signed up in an official way, uh, this could be a, an important first step. Not, not only, I mean, Katie mentioned the clerical aspect and us being able to serve you better, but I also think it's helpful from a personal perspective to, to kind of put a stake in the ground and make a commitment and say, I'm not just sort of floating around the edges of this community anymore. I really am in the family. And uh, so that might be healthy for you as well as it is helpful to us. So do you want to talk a little bit about um, just the, the tear-off page and then the next steps people can take? So um, if you are interested in joining the family, and again, this could be someone who's coming, been coming for a month and is like, this is, this is my family, this is my church, um, I want to invest, so fill this out. Um, if you've been coming for years, I know sometimes we have people coming for years that just weren't ready to take that last step of formal membership, but they're invested, um, fill this out. Um, and then if, after you fill it out, um, you can drop it in any of the offering boxes around the church. Um, if you're not ready to do this, take it home with you. Think about it. Pray over it, all right? Um, and we'd like to see where God leads. So on the back, there's a few next steps that you can take then. Uh, and these would be next steps, like once you join the family, what do you do then? And there's always a next step. I'd say whether the church provides your next step or not, every one of us has a next step with the Lord. Like until our heart stops beating, there's more that he has for us to do. If you're saying, I'm not quite sure where to start, um, on the back here are, are six ideas of things that you could do that might be a way to spark part of that next step. And the first one is just to learn more about the Bible studies um, and the life groups that our church offers. Next week, we have a variety of new Sunday morning Bible studies starting uh, in the 9.30 hour and the 11 o'clock hour. You can see all those in your bulletin. And so that's a great way just, I mean, you're already here. Uh, if you just expand the amount of time you're here to two hours instead of one hour, you can plug into a smaller group where there's a little discussion. You might get to know some people's names. It's a great way to connect with people. And uh, so we'd encourage you to do that. 
And then there's a few other things here as well. Yeah. Um, so we have our Jumpstart class. So if you are interested in that formal membership, maybe you've been thinking about it or you want to know more about the church, that is the next step for that. Um, so perhaps you're saying, hey, yes, I'm part of the BCBC family, but I also am interested in being part of that formal membership. That Jumpstart class is your next step. So we have a class starting on September 15th. It's just three Sundays that it runs. So we just ask you to be there for each of those Sundays. Um, and it runs during the service hour. Um, I don't recall if it's a 930 or 11. I think it's in the bulletin, though, so you can double-check that. Um, but even if you're not interested, you're like, oh, I'm not sure about formal membership, but I, I would like to learn more about the church, that's another great option is just to attend that for that three weeks. You can learn a lot more about the church and how we work and all of that. That's great. All right. Well, Katie, I wonder if you could pray for us, just pray for the overall church family and what we're trying to accomplish through it. And, uh, and we also, as a church, want to thank you for all of your efforts, so many of them behind the scenes in making all these dots connect. Dear Heavenly Father, um, we thank you for everyone represented here, those who it might be their first Sunday, um, and those who have been committed and coming for years. Um, we just thank you for um, bringing them here and bringing their hearts, and we just pray that um, they would be open for Pastor Dell's teaching um, that will be right next, and that we would be able to receive whatever you have for us to learn today, be with Pastor Dell, um, that you would speak through him and have your spirit moving. And I pray for, in terms of just the BCBC family, Lord, that um, this would be an opportunity for many of those who perhaps have been coming for a long time, or this is new, to put a stake in the ground and say, this is my family, this is where I belong, um, what's next? And we pray that you would just show us those answers. In your name we pray. Amen.